When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow. And good evening oh, really something. Yeah, to the Fanatical it's, Elves post game show. Abrupt. <laughs> Boom, baby. Boom. Yeah, you like that music. Hey, the Brownies, they take took on the, the Arizona Cardinals and dominated pretty much from start to finish. I just got back from the stadium. We're joined here by Steve and we're joined by the Village Elliots. And uh, welcome, guys. How are you doing tonight? Good. We won. I'm, I'm exhausted. That was <laughs> that was a fun game, but man, it, it was uh, you know uh, a bit nerve wracking, especially in the first half. You know, yes. we wanted to see, uh, you know, but it, but it worked out, didn't it? Yes. So the you know all eyes were on Deshaun Watson early and often, and you know being there in the stadium saw yeah that. Um, the uh, um, there were some boo birds out there. Uh, I was not one of them, and you know, uh, I thought you know, just generally speaking, he he played well. I, it wasn't great. Of course, I was in the bathroom when he threw the forty-nine yard pass to Amari Cooper. Missed that one live, which kind of pisses me off. But I did catch the the pass he threw in the first half to Amari Cooper, which was fantastic. Um, had him, uh, it was a, it was a pretty decent throw, got Amari a good spot, was able to run down the sideline from my angle. We were up in the upper deck in the other end zone. It, it, he almost maybe could have took it, taken it, but, um, you know, the Cardinals got it down there and then they stopped him. But, uh, you know, just generally speaking, you know, the first half, I think it was 13, nothing, uh, at the break, they got a field goal right before halftime. Again, Dustin Hopkins was outstanding. He did, uh, pull left a 47, 48 yard field goal. Um, just, I didn't see it lie or see it on TV, but you know, from my angle, we were in that end zone. He just seemed like he just pulled it and uh, hopefully he, th- we don't have too many of those, but let's talk about that Browns freaking defense, man, that defense. Whoa. Seven sacks, 58 yards of total mm-hmm. offense, 25 yards in the first drive, 33 for the rest of the game. My God, it was like, you know, the Browns are just, you know, it was like a was college team playing a middle school team. Well, maybe not that bad, <laughs> but I mean, it was a pretty dominating performance and, and everybody was getting into the action from Miles Garrett to Delvin Tomlinson, who had, I don't know, two or three of those sacks, Shelby Harris. Uh, you Jordan name a guy, Elliott. Jordan Elliott, my gosh, you know, um, and let's just, let's not negate or neglect the uh, uh, secondary back there. Denzel Ward, fantastic. You know, you could see it from my angle up, upstairs watching it like, oh, my God, that's going to be interception. And bam, it was. So uh, thoughts on the defense, guys. Steve, what, what, let's hear from you first and then uh, Elliott. Uh, 
they played like I thought they would play. Uh, you're going up against a rookie. Uh, not a very good team. Uh, they shut down the run. Yep. Uh, after a few first early runs, and then they just feasted. That's that's the Browns. Right. So I'm very happy. Um, they look good. They did. They were just, yeah. And I think they all read my article about how the, how the D needs to come forward in, in crunch time, but there wasn't a lot of crunch time in this one. Uh, no. Elliot village, Elliot, what do you think? Well, yeah, no, I, I think that the point that Steve made is a good one that we were playing a team that was forced to start a rookie quarterback. That was mm-hmm. not a good thing. And uh, I, I did have a minor, uh, peeve with coach Stefanski that early in the game the Browns were faced with the opportunity of kicking a relatively long field goal I forget exactly mm. what the uh, yardage would I have been it was like 45 about. to 48 right and yep. they decided no we've got to go for the first down yeah and um I thought you know I think we're giving uh Clayton Toon and the Arizona offense too much respect we should try to get three points uh-huh. and depend on the defense. I'm, I'm advocating that uh, for this season, you know, not in general yeah. for all time and for all football teams, sure. but this spectacular defense should be expected to win low scoring games. And I didn't feel like we needed to score a whole bunch of points to beat Clayton freaking Tune and the Arizona Cardinals. I thought that was giving them way too much respect. Right. We should have hung up two or uh, three points on them uh, when we had the opportunity. I thought that was. Uh, I thought know. now, yeah, I and I I agree to an extent. I I um, it was early. You know, we weren't sure much about anything at that point, but I think they did. I was sure. Yeah, I, I was sure that we should try to win a game based on the notion that the defense on this team is stronger than the offense. Now I could, I could make up some rationale. Yeah, but, but based on that, but Elliot, but village Elliot, based on that assumption, you know, them going for it on that fourth down play, meaning that, you know, okay, they don't, they turn the ball over that Kevin trusted his defense. So I look at it like that. No, he's, he's, no, 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 why? No, he's, no, he's, no, he's trying to score points. He's not trying to go on defense from the 40 yard line. He's okay, trying yeah. to score points. He's trying to outscore, you know, like he needs to score a bunch well, of points in order to win an offensive game. He's an offensive coach <laughs> and he's thinking offensively. He's what not was so funny about though about by three points. That's the but, point. The 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 other thing though that's funny to me is all there were many uh, predictions, not mine, but many and uh, that I heard the last day or two of you know score predictions and how you know things like forty two to you know ten and and thirty six to fifteen and I'm going there's just no way and and as the game proceeded in that first half I mean it was zero zero for quite a long time. They got the field goal the second time around. They got the early three nothing lead after, and then they took it up to 
10 nothing, and then they got that extra field goal. So it was 13 nothing. But it wasn't one of those games where the Browns were going to win 35 to nothing. Now they ended up winning 27 to nothing. Well, and the, it honestly, worked, it could have been 30. Out. It worked, it worked out. out. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. as grown-ups, we should be cognizant of the fact <laughs> that the Browns have a strong defense and an inconsistent offense, and the coach should choose his coaching style accordingly. And I've also yep. pointed out that it's very difficult in general for offensive coaches to adapt to the situation in which the defense is stronger than the offense, yeah, which you've is the case that before. for sure. your Cleveland Browns. Sure, sure. I got you. I Yeah. Uh, Steve, any, any, do you want to elaborate on any of that? Oh, I agree with Elliot. He should have gone for the field goal right there. I mean, yeah. uh, and that would have won the game, by the way, that was enough. Yeah. That case. was it. That was it. He's right. I mean, come on. Uh, you're going to have to get to a sore shoulder and can't go. No problem. We got three <laughs> points. We win. You got to score points. Got to score points when the opportunity presents itself. Yep. And they need to do that because next week they're going into Baltimore. Baltimore looked incredibly good today. Really? Okay. I don't know. Scary. I, I, I have no too. scary. Good. I haven't watched oh any of the, uh, gosh. so we'll, 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 we'll come back to that in just a moment. Let's, let's finish our uh, points, takes here. Points, points, points. So yeah, um, we, 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 do a, we might do it differently against Baltimore. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the Browns kind of get their uh, feeling good again, especially on the defensive end of the ball. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson um, made some throws early in the game that, you know, some of the boo birds at Cleveland Stadium were out. I was there in person and I was like, man, you really, you're going to, you're going to boo him like that. Like, I get it. I get some that some fans just don't like the kid. I get it. But, um, you know, I was glad to see he started to kind of get a feel for things. And then when he hit Amari Cooper in the first half on that big pass play that he ran down the sideline, that was, that really got the ball rolling. Um, there were a couple other pretty decent passes. And then in the second half, he hit Amari Cooper with what some are describing as the best pass that Amari Cooper's made as a Cleveland Brown. Now I was in the bathroom, like I said earlier, so I didn't get to see it. I know. (laughs) I got to tell you this whole bathroom thing. Get that on the air, man. Well, you know, know, the Cleveland Brown stadium, I tell you these guys, this, this, this whole thing, you know, if you go to Cleveland Brown stadium to these games, you know, like they have these bathrooms, and nobody follows, you know, the guys' bathrooms are always like, what is it? Like the girls, the ladies' bathrooms are always, they're, they're, they're not backed up. They're, they're never aligned, but the guys, there's just always this. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, anyway, um, so, problem. so Deshaun, <laughs> I mean, he fin. I don't know his stat line. I think he, something like 19 for 30, 248 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. The Browns made, had three turnovers, so plus three in that department. So, you know, I, you know, everyone that I listened to after the game on ESPN radio, you know, talking about, you know, kind of this is being a warm-up for Deshaun, and it's a huge game coming up against the Ravens. Um, so the Ravens, from what you guys are telling me, uh, totally beat up the Seahawks tonight. Is that pretty yes. much what happened? Yes, it's pretty scary. Much. Very scary. Um, yeah. See, now Baltimore, see, they, they everybody talks about this, but I'm not scared of Baltimore. 
I'm not, I'm not scared of the Ratbirds. You know, we've, we, you know, we, I know we got beat by them. Uh, we had DTR. We're going to have Deshaun. We're, we have the, you know, we got people coming back. By the way, not let before we keep going further, um, Jedrick Wills, any updates on Jedrick Wills? I know it looked like he had a bad injury. Does it, can anybody explain what happened? Because I didn't have the luxury of seeing anything. I have not anything. seen it yet. Was it a leg injury? Do we know? Well, he was carted off. So that's not good. Okay. Okay. Um, so the, so the Browns are playing the Ravens Ravens. Uh, what was the score in the Seattle game? Was it like a, a total? Uh, yeah, I think they scored over a hundred points, over a hundred <laughs> points. That, that's, no, that's what the was, golden state, that's what the golden state warriors are going to do to the Cavs tonight, but that's, they'll pretty, probably score 200. Yeah. Uh, Ravens, uh, Seahawks so random, random, play. random question for all of you. I'm putting together an article for 37 to three. It's 37 oh, to three. <laughs> so and I'm putting together. By the way, it's. Oh, I think, no, I think we'll be okay. By the way, it's 57 to 45 Cavs halftime. Wow. Nice. Um, my so. question to you is who is going to win a, a championship? First, I'm writing an article for King James Gospel. Which team, the Cavs, the Guardians, or the Browns, have the better, the best opportunity at winning their next championship for the city of Cleveland? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you were a guessing man right now, putting you on the spot. Ding, ding, I think the, ding. the Browns have a shot this year. Um, it's it's really? not a, it's, well, it's, it's not greater than 50%, but I do think that, you know, any championship is a long shot. Let's face right. it. But I think if we, Deshaun Watson puts it together, which is, you know, itself. Yeah. Not a high probability, okay. but I think that the Browns have a championship level defense. Yeah. And uh, when you have a championship level defense, you've got a shot at winning it all. I um, like that. I like the Cavaliers. Um, I have liked the baseball team uh, as long as we had uh, Terry Francona as the manager. Now I'm well, Terry anyway. Francona. I want to interrupt you there because Terry Francona was in house at Cleveland Brown stadium today. And oh. those of us that were in attendance, it was fantastic. He mm -hmm. got such a huge round of applause from that Cleveland Browns crowd today. It was fantastic. They were cheering his name, Tito, Tito, Tito. Uh, it was really cool to see that they showed him up on the big board. I think he had a granddaughter or somebody with him that he was, uh, uh, helping, uh, at the moment. So it was pretty cool. Um, so that you like the guardians chances, see the Cavs chances. Well, I don't, I don't like think... him anymore. I do not like no. their chances without no. him. That's the point. Without whom? Oh, without, oh, the guardians. Yeah. yeah Tito. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, with the cat, 
Yeah, with the Cavs, with the, the basketball Cavs, team. The Cavs look like they're moving in the right direction. Pardon me. They man. are moving in the right direction, but you see, I don't see that they 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 can't do it with their coach. I, I hate their coach, JB Bickerstaff. I know this is a we're not oh, talking. Oh, you always hate coaches. Oh, believe me, but this oh, I have a John, good I have on. good reason. JB Bickerstaff is it, it, when it comes to coaching basketball, he is not a clue. I, I loathe him more than any of the previous uh, <laughs> Cleveland coaches that we've ever talked about. I know personally some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes from people that are in the Cavs organization. And I can tell you that this guy has not a clue what he's doing out there with these guys. And that's why this team will never win a championship, even though they got Donovan Peoples. I mean, even though they got Donovan Donovan Mitchell, yeah, Donovan (laughs) Mitchell, they got Darius Garland. They got all these guys. These guys can win a championship, but as long as JB Bickerstaff is there, man, there's no way in hell that they're going to win a title anyway. Okay. Um, so the Browns, you know, they've got this next two weeks. They they come and they play the Ravens next week. They go to Baltimore, and then they have the Steelers coming to town to Cleveland on November nineteenth. Should be a, a a fantastic set of games. We got to focus our attention though on the Baltimore Ravens right now. Uh, they are coming off a huge, like you said, beatdown of the Seattle Seahawks. They're going to be coming in with a lot of momentum. Do you think the Browns have a shot? Well, they always have a shot because of their defense. It's not because their offense has overwhelmed us with um, either the running game or the passing game, frankly. But when you've got a championship defense, when you can get turnovers and turn them into points, then, yeah, you've got a shot. But let me let me you know, just say, you know, I was poo-pooing the chances for Baltimore all year long, and I didn't like the fact that they were investing too much, I thought, in the passing game and not enough in their meat and potatoes, which was the running game with Lamar Jackson as, you know, what I believed as the greatest uh, two-way threat quarterback of all time, and I've been proven wrong. let me lay some numbers on you that against Seattle, which played the Browns pretty much even Steven, and actually they won the game, even though the Browns probably deserved it more. Baltimore racked up 515 total yards against them. Jeez. They Ooh. had 298 wow. rushing yards against Seattle. That wow. is something I didn't think would happen. That's the part that really bothers me. I think the Browns can 300 really yards rushing. Holy oh, moly. my goodness. You know, now that is what uh, I thought that the, Wow, the Ravens needed to be as a rushing team, and well, it looks like they've got that rushing. Game. I don't know how many did. Boy. How many did Lamar have? A hundred. Um, I bet see. Lamar must have had a hundred. Lamar Jackson, what did he do? He didn't have that great of a passing game, um, but yeah, Lamar Jackson had 187 rushing yards. Jesus, did I take that Wait. back? Wrong. That's how many passing yards he had, but. Um, he, uh, uh, Keaton Mitchell, who I don't even know who he is, had 138 oh, rushing that, yards. I'll tell you who Keaton Mitchell is. Keaton Mitchell, Steve, that's the guy that you and I have talked about in the draft that was drafted. It wasn't the kid. What, um, somebody look him up, see what college he's from. I, I've mentioned him before during the draft. See, um, a late round pick room. Yes. And okay. I want to say he's a rookie. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense. You know, they they really are good talent evaluators. There, um, they took their high round draft picks 
for wide receivers, which I didn't like, have not liked for about three years running. But nevertheless, you know, they got this kid, Zay Flowers, that has been really lights out. Uh, I've liked Devin Duvernay, who was a third round pick a few years ago. Yeah. East um, Carolina State. That's uh-huh, the kid. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I that kid, I love about. that kid. I was hoping the Browns would look at him. And yeah. um man, he was an mm. outstanding collegiate player at East Carolina State. And I I was looking at his stats, you know, and all the stuff going into that draft and that he would have been a really nice uh, pickup for the Browns. Um, well, he had 1,400 yards, um, 14 touchdowns, almost 300 yards receiving uh, in his junior year or sophomore hmm. year coming out of East Carolina State. So Okay. Wow. And, you know, they also drafted Rashad Bateman uh, in the first round, I believe. So they've got all these first-round receivers. Yeah. Everybody playing well. Steve, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. like this. Don't like this. Don't like this at all. <laughs> Steve, Baltimore, what are you? <laughs> you have to be five and three in this division just to be lousy. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> right. going to be five right. and three. Right. In this. You know, Browns say, hey, we're five and three. Yeah, well, you know, everybody's five and three. If, if Cincinnati wins tonight against yeah. Buffalo, they'll, they'll be the same thing. Wow, we beat Buffalo. We beat Buffalo. Yeah, okay, you're but- tied. For last place with the Browns guys. Yeah. It's been it's tough. tough. Yeah. Division. yeah. It's every, a tough, yeah. tough, tough division. The toughest division in pro football. Gotta be the AFC North, man. Steve, any anything uh your your take on Baltimore and Pittsburgh coming up? Wow. Um, uh, I thought Seattle would give a little better game mm-hmm. than that. Um very concerning. Um Let's see what Jim Schwartz can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with Elliot uh, that uh, their running game is just phenomenal. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, well, yeah. uh, this is gonna this is gonna be a this is gonna be a a hell of a game. It should be the number one game on CBS. It should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, I just, I just don't. Any time we talk about Baltimore, I, I don't. I mean, they, they have our number. I understand that they beat well, us a lot, kind of, but kind of, but we've they been got everybody's them. number. They're, yeah, but they, we've been beating them, and I, I just think they're the kind of team for me. We're still very early in this season. Okay, we're not early, but we're getting to the halfway point, and I just don't think that a team like Baltimore with a Harbaugh at court at at as coach they can maintain what they're doing and i know they're doing a lot of outstanding things right now and we're all like holy crap this is going to be how are we going to stop it and we might lose next week or we might win but even if you lose i still i'm not afraid of baltimore so like even if we lose this i you know i don't think we're the the season's not over if you can split, if you can lose to Baltimore, get a win at, at home with Pittsburgh, you're six and four. You've you've split a pair of divisional games. You still got Cincinnati on on the on the docket at the end of the season. But in between, then you can hopefully put a stretch of wins together that can kind of you know keep keep your building. Um, you know this, like you said already, Elliot. I mean the AFC North. I mean, can all four teams get to the playoffs? It's mathematically could happen, right, Steve? You and I talked about this. Probably not going to happen. But, um, you know, I think Pittsburgh is the least. I think Pittsburgh will definitely fade. They have no offense. And 
Um, they they've got a care. very favorable schedule. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they can get nine wins, unfortunately, because I've always said that this will be the year that Mike Tomlin has a losing record, but they keep he's, winning. They he's keep five winning. and three right now. And yep. if Cincinnati wins, will all three of us be in last place? Pittsburgh, yep. Cleveland, and Cincinnati. I know. Last place with a but five. Now, how does the rest? But okay, so how does the rest of the AFC look right now? Has anybody taken a look? Because we're, uh, we're all five Kansas and three. City, then six and Miami two. Lost. Six and three. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville it's like this. is good. No, I've got yep. the stand, standings right in front of us, and right. it looks to me Do okay. It. All right. Uh, for the wild card, we would all be better than the Buffalo Bills, who would be five and four. Okay, okay. we beat Buffalo Bills. Miami Dolphins, yeah. of course, the division winner. Everybody else, we would be Sucks. ahead of. Um, <laughs> let's see. I guess New York Jets play uh, tomorrow, and I guess What's they could record? potentially be. They could. They're four and three, so they could be five okay. and three. Okay. Um, well, we got a lot but, of season ahead but, of us. But, but, but okay, the AFC South, Jacksonville is the division leader. The Houston Texans are second. They're four and four. We're ahead of them. And then in the AFC West, now, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, and everybody else is below yeah. five hundred. Did I hear it right today? Did the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud throw for five thousand oh yards and came what back and beat an Baker Mayfield at the end? Yes. Yes, that's, that's right exactly and, right. And that's exactly. I got to right. go back and watch those highlights. Wow, that sounds you exciting. You have to. Baker threw a. He brought him back. Yeah. And then C.J. Stroud, less than a minute. But really, right down yes. the field. Where was the game? Houston. Wow. Well, wow. they got all those first the, all those first round draft picks from Cleveland. They can't help but be good. <laughs> It's Ain't that fat. the truth? We bring only facts here on the Fanatical Elves Network. Hey, by the way, thanks everybody for tuning in and listening to us here on Apple, on Spotify, following us here on YouTube, on the X. We can't do this without you. And you have uh, helped our product grow and grow and grow. And we are, you know, we are again have jumped ahead of our downloads from last month. So we continue to surpass. Um, what we did every month prior, and that's how we build this. And we do this with you guys spreading the love, telling everybody about this, uh, our network. Uh, we have the Village Elliot who brings his new, the Oracle Speaks show, the Browniacs. Uh, Steve Gill will have his Dog Pound South show tomorrow. We have Joel K, the left guard, with the What the Elf Was That? And Rod Bloom brings his Browns Blitz along with my show, the Johnny Cleveland podcast and many other shows that I put on randomly just to catch your interest. Uh, the Deshaun Watson shoulder injury reports were fun to do, but hopefully we won't have to worry about that any longer. I will say this throughout the game, and I don't know how much you caught while you're watching the game with Deshaun, but I was watching him on the sidelines and in the game, and many times he was readjusting his um, shoulder and, and doing this with his arm a lot, um, you know, in, in timeouts, he was stretching and a lot of things like that. So I, I definitely think there's, you know, he's dealing with something. Um, well, I, don't, I hate to know. tell you this, but I was doing the same thing. <laughs> it's just, 
you know, I got this thing going on. Yeah, right okay, now. yeah, but 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 we're over sixty. <laughs> yeah, true. It's called arthritis. We do stuff yes. like that. Yes. Any final thoughts before before we part ways, guys? We got a full week ahead. We got a lot to talk about with the Baltimore Ratbirds coming into town. I can't wait to hear what the left guard has to say because he has his his Ravens hate segment, which I love to listen to. Uh, final takes on tonight, Steve. Let's start with you. Uh, good, good victory. Uh, good defense. Uh, Deshaun played a little better than I thought he would. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's on to Baltimore. Let's see what, uh, they can draw up. It's going to take, it's going to take a, a team effort to beat Baltimore in Baltimore, but if yep. they can do it, they control their own destiny. I'm going to predict it. it right now. We're going to beat them. I'm giving an early prediction on the, oh, wow. on the, I, I, this is early, but I will, I'm giving the Browns the win. I'll give you a final score, but I, I, I just, I got a good vibe going on and, in, in, in uh, it's telling me that this is, this is going to be it. I think maybe the village Elliot, you kind of uh, got me thinking more about the Super Bowl again, you know, and championships. And so I'm going, man, I'm, I'm all in. Let's, let's do this. Uh, Steve, any final thoughts? I know I cut you off. No, I'm done. Okay. Village Elliot. Yeah, let's hear what the Oracle I has got to say. something really important to say. And that I is had to look that... up the definition of the Oracle, okay. by the way, this okay. week, just to make sure I knew what it was. Well, you, you the Oracle predicts that the, the uh, new BW3 in Xenia, Ohio, is going to open, and it is going to be the new home of the Xenia Browns backers. Yes, so the game against Baltimore will be the opening game for Ooh. Xenia Browns backers at BW3. So wow. that is something that will be really important. And I hope to have a guest from Xenia Browns backers on one of our shows this week. Oh, that is really wonderful. Awesome. A shout out to everybody from Xenia. This is going to be a really wonderful, wonderful thing. It's going to be a blast. And uh, let's, it would be just so great to have a victory to start it off right. Hey, I'm not an optimist, but and I, I also say this though that against Baltimore, the the uh, criticism I had that you need to have a conservative game plan, uh, you know, assuming that the defense is going to be sufficient to bring home a victory against uh, Arizona. Uh, that kind of goes out the window. I think maybe you might have to take a few chances and pull out a few trick plays on offense in order to beat Baltimore. I think this is going to be a very, very it. challenging task. They've had I some really it. good games in the past and look forward to another one. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for being on the postgame show tonight. The Browns defeat the Arizona Cardinals 27 to nothing. Completely dominated the Cardinals on defense, only giving up 58 yards of total offense, including three three turnovers and seven sacks. So way Woo. to go, Brownies. Way to go. We'll have our Victory Monday show tomorrow along with Steve Gill's Dog Pound South show. So please tune into those on Apple and Spotify. Follow us. Spread the love. We got a great Browns network here. We need you guys. We need you. It's a W. That's right. Take care, everybody. Talk to you next time. Go, Go Brownies. Brownies. Here's my crazy wild music. <laughs>